Did you know that the first educational video game was called Logo Programming and was released in 1967? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 147. My name's Gareth Briney. I'm going to be your host, and on my virtual left is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? Good evening, Gareth. I'm doing okay, trying not to breathe. Certainly Good. not typing. None of that malarkey going Good. on here. There's a lot of bad behaviour here in this group. Um, <laughs> and on my virtual right is Mr. Darren Edwards. How are you doing, Darren? Hello, evening, Gareth. Um, hopefully I'm not making any untoward noises. Otherwise, all right, thank you. Good. And then my virtual silent opposite is Mr. Richard Dobson. How are you doing, Richard? Nah, I'm just kidding. I yeah, like I'm it. If <laughs> <laughs> you hang in there for a second. That's good. I like that. It was a, it was a warrior. I got very worried for a second. Oh, no. <laughs> um, brilliant. And we just want to say um, James is poorly at the moment. He's had COVID and stuff. So big shout out to James. Get better. He'll be back on the podcast soon. Regulars have missed him. Um, Paul, how's your week Hello. been? What have you been doing? It's been, it's been dreadful. Is it? Absolutely oh. awful. I've been in Yorkshire all week so far. Here we go. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a funny story. Let me tell you this story. I, I went in and I'm working in a, in a, it's like a massive old mill. Um, and the, the shop part of this mill is on the very top floor. So I strolled up to the top floor and uh, I was immediately accosted by a woman from Leeds. Um, who, when I expressed how happy I was to be back in Yorkshire, threatened to kneecap me. So, oh. I mean, you know, you could take the girl out of Leeds and everything. All I said was, it was a bit of a pain whenever I got to Yorkshire having to put my watch back 20 years. But, you oh, know, was it that, laced with sarcasm or was it delivered dead can, straight? Can you ever imagine me being sarcastic, Darren? Just want to clarify what happened. That's so I'm not casting <laughs> I'm not judging. Not judging. <laughs> <I'm> not judging. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I've spent the last three days um, pat testing 226 different appliances all over this huge great mill. So uh, I've, I've, I'm about sick of it now. Um, okay, yeah. But I've got to. I've got to go back on Friday and finish off. So there you go. Good. Oh, good luck with that. How quickly would Paul have to resign if he was an MP? <laughs> These days, probably I, not. No, he would have been there for the long run. Oh, <laughs> come on. I've never told anybody to jump out of a window or anything. <laughs> um, Richard, how's your week been? Well, other than that personal attack from Paul, it's yeah. not been too bad. Oh, good. What have, you, what have you done? I think you should jump out of a window, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, dear. I went to see Black Adam after we recorded the podcast oh. last week. Bad? Not great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm saying that because it's not been a great response, is it? There's no, a, there's... Um, it's just... It's almost like a day, a day in the life of this town and, and obviously Black Adam comes back from wherever he's been um and then there's a there's a thing that happens in the post credits thing mm. that I'm sure you're all aware of but i want to spoil it for people that haven't seen it and i was just like why couldn't have that been the film why have we had to sit through two <laughs> rubbish with a baddie that is perhaps one of the worst in superhero films for a long time just, just give me what you've just teased, what you've just spent two hours teasing. Just give me that in the first instance. Yeah. Um, I think James Gunn is now, he's going to be the, the overlooker of the whole DC universe now. So that's why um, Superman's left The Witcher. <laughs> so he's going to... Yes. Uh, yes. So he's... And that's a good... You know, James Gunn's very... He, he's got a good touch. He's, it's fun. And it's, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what he does. Does need a bit of an yeah. overhaul, doesn't it? 
it just mm. need, yeah, it just needs to sort itself out. There's yeah. so much stuff that's not part of it that could have been part of it and everything else. I personally, I just, I just think they shouldn't link anything. I don't think there needs a link. I think Marvel does that, and we're a bit bored about that. But just have separate things going on with separate stories. I don't care about linking stuff. I think that's when they do the best stuff. Mm. I don't want to see Batman with Superman. It's been the stuff that's not been part of it. Yeah, and I think yeah. For, the, for the sake of the DCU, they perhaps need to bring some of it in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, Darren, what about you? What's your week been like? Uh, so I've succumbed to curiosity and started watching I'm a Celebrity this year oh uh, because one of our um, distinguished leaders is in it, Matt Hancock, MP still somehow. Um, so I think by the time you've listened to this podcast, he'll have done his first trial. So um, I'm just intrigued. I can't not watch it. So... That's what we've started. And then met some friends and went to a board game cafe in Nottingham, played some board games, which was Ooh. fun. Um, very much feeling like Friday nights in your 30s are very different to what they were 10 years ago. <laughs> but I'm quite comfortable with that. We had a great time. It was lovely. Really, really good. So and now I'm off work for a bit, which is good as well. So, yeah, nice, nice, busy week. But um Fitted in bits of fun in between work, which was all right. And the principal is still not working, by the way. Just at oh, good trick. <clears throat> I do have to. Can I ask you a personal question, Darren? Um, it, it well it depends what it is. Go on. How much is your phone bill this month from voting for Matt Hancock to do all of the nasty <laughs> things? <laughs> oh, it's free. Free. Get on my. Are they free no. calls? Are they? All oh, right. Mm. I, I don't. I don't watch. watch. It. Even if you don't watch it, just download the app and click on his face. Yeah, yeah. Believe me, once you've seen it, you will want to poke it endlessly. Wow. Wow. Of all the people I could think of that I'd quite like to poke, I'm not sure if Matt Hancock is on the list. But, you know, there you go. Each to the oh, own. Oh. I think as I get older and my hair's getting thinner, I'm starting to look like Matt Hancock. See what you think when we meet up. Oh, so, I, don't, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's on the track. There's a little clip. And he like laughs in the clip, and it sounds like the most scripted, like B movie acting. You know when he pretended to shed a tear on Great Morning Britain, yeah, Good Morning mm. Britain or whatever, and then kind of smiled. It's as bad as that. It's yeah. it, it's just so cringy. But that's what's going to make him really watchable, I guess, for a lot of people because they yeah. want to put through every single trial imaginable. Yeah. <laughs> so there we are. Oh, good. Poor Matt Hancock. Poor Matt. Did Hancock. you they, have you seen the? Um... The video of him singing "Don't Stop Me Now" on karaoke—that's also yes. quite amusing. Oh. <laughs> I think I had tinnitus after that for a couple of hours. <laughs> um, my eyes were bleeding, but anyway, <laughs> I've got my recommendation. I have every week what I watched. I've watched a thing on Amazon called "The Devil's Hour," and it stars um, the actor I can never remember the name of, but he was Doctor Who it's older actor. What's his Peter name? Capaldi, Peter Capaldi. Yeah. Um, good, yeah. yeah, it's really worth a watch. It's very kind of British, set British, but it's really well edited, really well put together. It's a great kind of concept, and it has a really nice, it has a good ending, it has a good payoff. It's got six episodes, six one-hour episodes. It's a supernatural feel. I don't want to really say anything about it because it might give it away, but it's, um, yeah, it has a, has a kind of like paranormal feel to it, but really good, really, really well done. Some great performances in there. Uh, there's a kid actor in there I think it's absolutely brilliant <laughs> absolutely brilliant so yeah give that a go if you fancy something paranormal but games what games would we playing the usual stuff um, let's start with Darren let's go let's go I was going to say start at the bottom but what I mean is the, bo- <laughs> the, bo- the bottom of, the bottom of my list I've got in front of me here um, I, I got here on time and everything this I know evening. you did this Darren I've been treated I know sorry <laughs> sorry what have you been playing um, so I've revisited Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga uh, this week because they have released the Galactic Edition. Um, I say released, it's kind of phased character packs that are coming out for this month. So a couple have dropped already, um, such as Clone Wars characters and Summer Vacation. So Darth Vader with a nice jazzy shirt on without a helmet running around uh, what more do you want um so it just it just made me go back and and re-explore the universe and 
I mean, it's probably going to end up being on one of my one of my game of the years in the kind of top ten because games of the year rather because it's just brilliant. I mean, especially for a Star Wars fan because it's so rich and immersive, and it's got all all nine films in from the Skywalker saga. There's hundreds of characters, vehicles, extra little um, game hacks so you can make the characters go pew pew instead of the noises of the um, <laughs> blasters. It's just brilliant. It's just a celebration of Star Wars. It's got the, the trademark Lego charm. So I'm really, really enjoying spending time in that galaxy again, but with even more characters to kind of play around with and put in ridiculous positions. So if you haven't already played it, everyone should play it. It's great. I've not played it. I really want to play it. I think I will. I've got, it's going to be on Game Pass at some point, isn't it? Do Lego? I hope so. Yeah. I might wait for that. I'm not in a... But I really want to play it. I really, really... Yeah. Um, do you think it's worth having the ultimate edition rather than the normal one? Uh, it, I think if you're a fan of it, then yes. If yeah. not, then probably not because it's not cheap. There's, it's you know two two pound fifty or three quid for the for the smaller character packs, but there's loads of them, so it soon adds up. So yeah, it can get quite costly. Good. Okay. Um, Paul, what's your first game? Hello. <clears throat> My first game this week is a little vertically scrolling shoot 'em up called Soph Star. Um, and basically it's about a woman called Soph who goes to the stars in her spaceship and shoots all of the bad guys that have come to uh, invade. Um, it's like a proper 90s style, uh, retro style vertical scroller. Um, it's in 4-3 format, so there's some nice art panels down the side of the screen. Um, and the good thing about it is there's a lot of different content. There's a lot of different ways that you can play the game. You know, the score attack, time attack, arcade mode, all sorts of things. Um, and there's also a, a good choice of different spaceships that you can choose to use, whether you go for all out attack power, whether you go more defensive, whether you try and have a mixture of the two. Um, it's really well thought out and it's really good, quite fun. Um, so there should be a review live shortly. I don't like the look at this. No, <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think you would. It does actually say in my review, <laughs> Gareth, leave it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got too many bad memories of putting ten P's into games like that in the arcade and going, oh no. Um, oh, it, it was them great big pennies when you were a kid, though. It was, yeah. It was like <laughs> <laughs> it was um, shillings and pence. Um, exactly. Right, um, Richard, what about you? Unless you've got any questions for Paul and his game. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, no, no. I'm, I'm avoiding it as well. Yeah. Oh, goodness me. Phyllis Dines. Uh, I've, also, similar to Darren, I've been returning to a game that I, I loved from earlier this year, which is Arcade Paradise. Um, oh, yeah. They uh, brought out this week or last week three new arcade cabinets. Um, so I got codes for those and gave, gave a quick review of what was included in this new DLC pack. Um, there was three in total. Uh, one of them was uh, Cyber Dance Euro Mix, which is a, a dance arcade machine. <laughs> there's already there's already one in the game, but this one's uh, more up tempo, faster songs, so it's a little bit trickier. Um, and you obviously, uh, the beauty of Arcade Paradise is while it's like a simulator um, where you own an, an arcade, you actually get to play all the games in it. So that's that's fun to to do as well. A little bit trickier than the one that's in there already. Uh, there's one called Smokem which is a, a light gun game, and I think it's the first light gun game uh, for Arcade Paradise, uh, which is pretty good. It's, it's playable in two-player as well if you've got a, a friend local. Uh, it's a little bit basic, though, is that one. So what you get is 16 targets, uh, and then six of them turn around, and you need to shoot them as quick as possible and then move on to the next 16. Uh, but you've got a minute, and it's just basically how how much of a high score you can get on that. But uh, my favourite one in this new DLC is one called Empathy. Mm. And it's an absolutely 
bonkers, bizarre game. Uh, the cabinet is like, um, it's just all all black, and it's got two handles at the side, and that's all that you would, if it was real, that would be all you use. But to play it, uh, you use the left and right bumper, and you've got a little little stick man at the bottom of a mountain, and you need to keep, you need to get him to the top of the mountain, which I think is ten thousand steps. Uh, each step is a left is a click. Um, but you need to keep a constant pace, otherwise you'll fall off the mountain. <laughs> um, but he's like all alone with his thoughts, and he keeps having these deep emotional thoughts and self-doubt moments. Um, and then while all this is happening, there's these doubters that appear at either side of the screen, and they will throw rocks at you, and if they hit you, they'll send you down the mountain. <laughs> it's just unlike anything that you would normally play in an arcade. Yeah. It's all come white. Um, the soundtrack feels like it's from Twin Peaks. It's just bizarre, but I really, really want to, you know, do the ten thousand steps. Yeah, yeah. Because I imagine at the end there'll be no payoff, and it'll just be like, right, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> or you fall off the other side. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good, Richard. Richard, has how many can I ask you? How many games are in total now with with this new DLC? So, is that putting you on the spot? There's, there's over thirty in the base game. Um, and I believe once you're arcade, I've still not fully fleshed it out yet. But I think there's still like space for at least ten new cabinets. So my thinking is now that they're going to release a, few, a fair few more of these DLC packs over time. This is is this will this be up in your game of the year? One of the yes, things? yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's getting some great um, reviews as well, and you've done it. Yeah spoke to Alistair as well about it and he was like he's got it for the Switch and I, and I think on the Switch it's perfect I mean it's very like it's excellent on, on the Xbox and I'd be just having it to take around as well and mm. dipping in 15 minutes and playing a quick arcade game would be perfect yeah good I fancy that do you fancy that you two? I do yeah. I've been meaning I'm... to play it and I haven't got around to it yet I'm glad that the new games are, are worth kind of checking out as well yeah, I think the one pound seventy nine each, or you can get them together for about three quid. Okay. Oh wow, that's reasonable. Yeah, that's good. So we're going to stay and get them all together for a tenner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it does sound quite interesting. I mean, Dobbo obviously gets very excited whenever he explains things to us, and his his enthusiasm is kind of infectious. So now I want to go and play it as well, but yeah. I'll just sit here quietly I, and the, the earth will pass. Is he a piss again or not? No, it's a sale. It was a sale. That was me being truthful. Yeah. No, if, I, if I was being sarcastic, there'd have been a Yorkshire comment in there. <laughs> <laughs> right, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have played this morning, and I've only played an hour and a half, so I won't talk about it too much. I... Went and purchased uh, God of War Ragnarok. Ragnarok. I can never say that. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. I play, so I've been playing an hour and a half, maybe. Um, and yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's it, yeah. it nothing you can say really. It's, 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 it's interesting that I've been replaying the first game. So it's like when you when I started, it's like, oh yeah, I know exactly what's going on here. You know, control wise, it was like it's easy to get back in. But you know, straight away you're in these huge boss battles. The story is amazing. The acting is amazing. It's it's great. Yeah, it's really good. It's much of the same, but you know, different, but much of the same. The story's good. It made me just think about you know, like sometimes with games we go, oh god, the single player. You remember that sort of the single player journey is dead. We, you know, that's terrible. You don't do that anymore. Like EA sort of like did it as a joke, didn't they? And it's like these games are the most popular games. The two biggest game of the year attenders, and probably the most it's like are probably going to be God of War two and Elden Ring. I know Elden Ring's got multiplayer in it, but generally it's a kind of single player experience, isn't it, more than anything else? And and going off, you know, and it yeah, it's just those great big cinematic kind of stories and gameplay. You can't, you can't beat it. Okay. Yeah, it's really it's great. Just first hour and a half, I mean, I'm hooked, and apparently it's about forty hours of gameplay. So, yeah, it's a big old game. So, apparently. Yeah. Can I ask a question then? You can, because I've seen this this phrased on on Twitter quite a lot. Game of the year: Elden Ring or God of War Ragnarok? 
it's hard because I think the thing I think in a sense because Elden Ring is completely new. You know, you're in a new complete world, even though it has the same some some of the old gameplay elements. But it's a new story. It's a new world, and what Elden Ring did with the open world, maybe. But I mean, they're very close. They're both very different, but both. At the, I mean, I've only played an hour and a half of God of War, so I can't say. But yeah, I mean, Elden Ring is it was a special thing, isn't it? I think. So it's always mm. going to be. But yeah, God of War's up there. God, yeah, it's definitely be one of those. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's great. I traded in Saints Row. Guess how much I got for Saints Row? Five. Dean. Twelve quid. Oh my goodness! Unbelievable. It's like Dragon Ball: The Breakers. <laughs> yeah. You got away. We get away with. Gary. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I was. I was very upset. Um, another I game. I can't believe you didn't turn up. But uh, I'm still fuming about that. We the suffering oh, yeah. we went through while yeah. you sat there giggling. I know. It's great. Not on. Every time I know James has got a game to help play with, I I know to shut up. Um, <laughs> what's your next game, Darren? Uh, so my next game is uh, Broken Pieces, it's called. So it's a little bit like a cross between Broken Swords, Silent Hill and Alan Wake. It's kind of like a mix and match of those. So it's set kind of post-Cold War um, and you're on it, well, in a region of Saint-Exil. Um, judging by, it says it's France, but judging by the map, it looks like Channel Islands, so... But apparently it's, it's set in France. So um, essentially there's all sorts of, there's been a, a huge kind of attack and event and then you're playing through the eyes of this character called Elise, whose fiance has gone missing and you have to start investigating what's happened. So it's kind of one of those points and clicky investigative adventure games. So go around trying to find clues to what's happened you know find items a bit like resident evil which will then a cog will then fit in a gate open the gate etc etc and um, i'm quite enjoying it to be honest i've probably put about five or six hours in so i need to play some more and, and see it through before i before i write my review or, but i am quite enjoying it there is a bit of combat in there but the combat is quite uh clunky so you've got a pistol and you can upgrade it like laser sights and stuff as you play uh, and these apparitions very similar to alan wake will just kind of come up out of the smoke and you'll get kind of boxed in by these smoke walls and you'll have to take them out. Um, so they just pop up randomly every now and then. Uh, you can repel them with like a special defensive move and then you just have to shoot them. But dodging and repelling doesn't always work. Uh, and I think the key thing for a game like this is the story. And it, at first it seems very slow, but then it does open up and then it goes into all sorts of different directions so it's i think it's about 21 quid so it is fairly expensive but i think if you're into those type of games it, it's worth checking out um i will what i will say though is it doesn't look great some of the rendering when you hit some camera angles looks like it could be playstation 2 original xbox territory it does look awful from some angles but you can see past that and get invested in the story it's quite a, an interesting tale that's that's told in it. Is it meant to look retro, Darren? No. So Elise, she looks pretty good, <laughs> um, objectively speaking, uh, in terms of graphics. But the the environments, because you can you can hit the the shoulder button to change camera, which is quite cool, and then you can go into first person whenever you want by clicking the right thumbstick down. Right. But from certain angles, she will look pretty detailed and the and the environments will look very basic and very very jagged so yeah it's and there was you you find audio tapes and there was a bit where i played one and the subtitles came up but there was no audio uh sometimes when she's interactive items the camera will kind of pass through her and you'll see the outlines and so it's a bit buggy as well um so it's it's got it's got rough edges but um there's enough there to, to keep me interested. Like, the story's pretty good that they're yeah. telling. Her voice act is also not great. It's a bit wooden. She doesn't really convey many emotions apart from kind of just every day. I, oh, what is this? And, yeah, she doesn't really <laughs> do shock and awe or emotions very well. It's very small fluctuations in her, in, her, in her voice. So, yeah, it's not as polished as it could be, but 
the idea sound. You, you're really selling this. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to be diplomatic. I mean I mean judging by what I've played so far, it'll probably get a three, three and a half. It won't go any higher, I don't think. Right. Um because I've got a pretty good measure of it now. But um yeah, if it goes into sale, I'm sure people won't regret picking it up. But at the moment you'd have to think about it before you buy it, I think. Yeah. Good. You should think <laughs> think about it all. Every time you buy a game, think about it. Absolutely. Right. Paul, have you thought... How much it'd be worth when you trade it in? That's what yeah, you want to think exactly. about. Yeah, exactly. Paul, have you thought about this next game? Or you have um, to think about it? I have thought about this next game. Now, I've had to turn the Xbox on so I can get the name exactly right because it's yeah. about the longest name in the world. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor Dash Martyr Ultimate Edition. Wow. So there you go. It is the ultimate edition of a game that I played a while back um, that is actually quite enjoyable. Do you do you remember the um, Van Helsing games that came out a while back? Sort no. Of, no. Um, well, I'm wasting my time then, aren't I? <laughs> Are you aware of Diablo 3? Yes. Right. Yes. Imagine Diablo 3, but yeah. set in a Warhammer kind of uh, universe, <laughs> and and you're about there. I would have started uh, with the, the Diablo 3 comparison rather than the Van Helsing. Well, the reason I put Van Helsing in there <laughs> right, is go because it, the developers made the Van Helsing. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> so, it's like I think about these links, you know, <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you've com- Sorry, the train Paul. of thought has derailed and crashed into a school now. I don't know what's going on. What's um, it called again, Paul? It's, <laughs> it's called... Shut your face, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so yes, it's a action RPG, third person, viewed from a slightly isometric perspective. You play as an Inquisitor who is a bloke in a mahusive suit of armor wandering around dispensing um justice to the minions of chaos um it's got all of the dlc that was ever released for the base game included in this ultimate edition so you get extra characters you get new missions and all sorts of things um it's a huge game and i'm just playing my way through it now for review but up till now I'm enjoying it very much. Did you talk about the the first game? Did you review the first game without the DLC on here? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I, imagine I might have mentioned playing it because I did play it. I think I bought it when it was on sale. Oh. Um, but no, I mean, I don't think I'd ever mention it to you okay. because you you just go, Van who? And <laughs> 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 um, so... So you're liking it, Paul? What, what kind of game is it? Is it? It's just, it's like a, is it like a yeah Diablo three type thing? I've just yeah. spent the last five minutes telling you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's always, You're gonna have to start listening. We we're all, we're all uh, quite confused. An action. It's the Van Helsing that puts off. Yeah, cool. okay, good. It's okay. like Van Helsing, if yeah. you remember them. Yeah, Can you good. Use a crossbow all the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Van Helsing all day long. <laughs> Is another? Isn't there a big Warhammer game coming out soon on the Xbox Series X only at the end of the month? Have I made this Apparently, so, uh, I've seen that there is a Warhammer thing coming along, um, but Was don't it? ask me for any details because I've not prepared for that. Question. Or maybe on a game on the Game Pass, I got a feeling. With... Vermintide or something? Or is that uh, no, that's that's been out ages. Okay. Oh, and right. Vermintide too. Oh. And I know the game he's talking about, yeah. but I can't think what it is. There we go, we'll find out in a couple of weeks. What, Warhammer something or other? Any questions for Paul in his, in his game? <laughs> no. Uh, tough crowd. What, what tough. game it's like? It's, it's a tough crowd. <laughs> oh, yeah, good grief. It is. Richard, what have you got? What's your next game? <laughs> um, I, well, I don't want to, but I'll talk about Arkanoid Eternal Battle. Okay. Um. So, Darren... Uh, this one's more for Paul and Gareth, but you two remember arcades, don't you? <laughs> uh, I, I remember Arkanoid first time around, mate. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is uh, that brought into the kicking and screaming into the 21st century. So it's your standard Arkanoid brick breaker, but uh, with a battle royal spin. 
I'm out. And... <laughs> <laughs> In terms of battle royals, it's it's not it's not very good. So I I think I likened it to the brief uh, Super Mario Brothers 35 uh, battle royal that was out briefly for the Nintendo Switch, where you basically do Super Mario Brothers, but you're competing against other people at the same time, and it's whoever gets oh, yeah. sort of thing. Um, this is Arkanoid Eternal Battle, so you're, you, there's you and 24 of the players, so 25 in total, um, just completing levels of Arkanoid, um, scoring points, and then if you're bottom of the, the rankings in terms of your score after so long, then they'll it, start killing you off, basically, until it's down to the final four. And then it's sort of like um, a showdown where you're all... On the same on the same screen, and there's the the big bad Arkanoid enemy. I think it's called Doh or Do, um, and you've got to hit him with the balls. Right. Just... <laughs> it's not very good. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's got the original. It's got the original Arkanoid sort of squashed in there to to sweeten the deal, but. It, it just feels like you're playing Arkanoid and you don't necessarily need to tack on a Battle Royale because there's no real... In, you can send um, debuffs to players around you, but there's not enough interaction for it to... I would really argue it to be considered a Battle Royale. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's 25 quid. Ooh! Which, yeah. I always feel bad about ripping on games for the price, but... It's it's it shouldn't be twenty five quid. No. Simply put, it should be a ten yeah. max. No one's going to get that, are they? For twenty five quid, it's going to it's too it's too much of a gamble. Yeah. Surely there's yeah. like similar games that you can download for free for like your mobile phone and stuff as well. It's a lot of money, isn't it, for that game? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. They are banking on this battle royale thing, but the whole every time I played it. Uh, it was me and one other guy who was ranked second in the world overall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Um, um, okay, next last game. The last game we're going to talk about now um, is... is it, it's me, isn't it? Yes, it's me. It's you, yeah. yeah. Is the um, Entropy Centre. Entropy Centre. And it's... What is that game? Basically... If you've played Portal, no, this is the comparison it gets with Portal, but it's used a kind of Portal format, um, which is like a, a story puzzler. But the idea behind this, I can never say it again, Entropy Center, is this space center across outside in Earth's orbit by the moon. And the whole purpose of it is to keep the Earth from being destroyed by rewinding time. And so you wake up, you're this protagonist who wakes up in this room and you don't know why, who you are or what's happened. And then you go out there and you're into this glossy kind of space centre and it's all in complete ruin. So there's no one there. Everything's overgrown. Everything is falling apart. And then you get this gun. And what happens with the gun is you can point it at things, bits of rubble, first of all, and rewind time. So you pointed it, and if there's rubble on the floor, you rewind it, and then suddenly a doorway appears where it used to be, or something's falling from the... Something's um, like stairways that have crumbled. You can rewind the time on certain objects. And in the gun is like an AI, a very cheerful AI, who talks to you and says... In order to go through, you have to do these test rooms. That was the whole point, was these test rooms to test out these guns. And you're an employee of the of the centre. And so you have to do these test um, rooms um, so you can eventually try to save the Earth, which is being destroyed in the corner. So it, in the same way as Portal had that same setup, you were doing test rooms, or Portal 2, and you had an AI, right? kind of witty AI, but then you were doing these tests, but there's overall story at the same time, this who are you, what's the real story behind all this, so it has that. Um, and how the puzzles work is quite complex to begin with, because it's all about, say you, had, you went to a room, you had two trigger pads to open, one opens the door, and one 
opens a pathway for you to get across, but you've only got, say, one cube to, to use, but you need to have them both activated. What you can do is you can go into the cube, point the gun at it, pick up the cube, and it records the journey of the cube going onto the second pad. So when you press the gun on it, it rewinds time and then hits on both pads. That won't make any sense at all until you play it. When, it, when you play, you get your head around it, and then you go, oh, I know how this works. And then they introduce loads of it. It's a really cool little dynamic. And the first half an hour, you're literally going, I don't know what this is. How do I do this? And, and then when you get into it, everything becomes quite easy all the way through. And it's a big old game. It's like 10 to 12 hours. Really good story. Great visuals. There's a great little moment when you're kind of traveling through at the beginning, and everything's crumbling around you on this lift. And you have to keep pointing the gun at it to keep rewinding debris falling on you. It's a really clever kind of action little sequence in between. Yeah, it's really good. I really recommend it. I think I gave it a four. It's not out yet on the review, but I think I'm giving it a four. Could have gone a little bit higher, maybe. I really enjoyed it. There we go. Any questions? Yeah. If you love a puzzle, yeah. Is the, that kind of features, gameplay mechanic that you described, is, would you say it's as effective as the one in Portal? Does it work well for the gameplay like the one does in Portal? Yeah, I think so. I think the one in Portal has a, it's a similar kind of, you know, not a gimmick, but it's a similar good thing that they really, ex- every time you kind of go through different levels or chapters, they will introduce another element on top of that, you know, all the time. Oh, cool. So you're, it's, you're always being tested. I don't think. But once you've got that the grasp of the actual rewind time stuff and that you can sort of record a journey of something, it, it becomes a little bit easier in your head. But there are times, especially towards the end, you go, well, I don't understand this. <laughs> That's why the internet's very good. Um, <laughs> right, let's go. Let's, we haven't got much news. going to do a little quiz, but we got. let's do this couple of news stories here that I've got interest. Uh, let's start with, ah, let's start with the, uh, the Gears of War. Yeah, um, let's. Yeah, so Gears of War, Netflix has said they are doing an uh, adaptation. They're going to do a live ad- adaptation of the Gears of War, so a movie, and there's going to be an animation as well, is that right? Two major projects. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the internet's gone mad, and the fans, they want Dave Bautista to play Marcus Phoenix. Um, what do we think? Gears of War film, good idea, Paul? I know you're oh, excited. Well, you know, um, <laughs> yes, I think that that is going to be, Gears of War is one of those franchises that, it just begs to be made into a film, I think. Um, as long as they do it justice. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Dave as Marcus, I'm not sure. He's a bit short in my head. Marcus Phoenix is always a lot taller. Mm. Um, but more than that, I mean, he's he's a good fit for the role, I think. But more than that, what I want to know is who on earth they're going to get to play Coltrane. And the Terry Crews suggested. He's not big enough. He's massive. Coltrane is enormous. You look at him. This isn't real life, mate. This is video games. I mean, Marcus Phoenix and everybody else are enormous, (laughs) but Coltrane is on a whole different level. But it's a live action film. They can't. can't, Get him one bigger. If they they can make that fella into a hobbit, they can make somebody. (laughs) It's uh, somebody ten foot tall with thirty eight foot biceps because that's that's pretty much what he's going to need. Um, but yeah, um, I'm very excited about the prospect of a uh, Gears of War film. So yep, sign me up, done. And I'm sure it'll be uh, just as successful as the Resident Evil series, <laughs> if not more. Oh. <laughs> um, down and down. Are you excited about this? Uh, I, I'm a bit anxious about it for the re- for the reason that Paul's just alluded to at the end there. Um, I think for the franchise, it's good timing because it's been a while since Gears 5 came out and we still don't know exactly what Gears 6 is going to look like. It, it exists, I think, but we don't know when it's going to be released. So it'll be interesting to see if they do tie in the story to the main series because they've got all these characters in it or whether they spin it off or because they've kind of already prequeled it in the games anyway with Judgment. So 
I, in theory, I'm excited, but it does make me very, very nervous because they don't tend to translate well into films or, or live action series video games. Often they're a bit pants, so hopefully it's good. <laughs> um, what about you, Richard? Uh, yeah, I think Netflix have decided to that their um, their first party stuff's going to be a lot more video game based in the next few years. Uh, I think it's a brave decision. I think Darren, Darren and Paul are right that everyone's a bit nervous now after how Resident Evil went. Mm. <clears throat> but I think Gears of War has always been that cinematic action anyway. Mm. So if they, they, they if they um, try and copy that, then I don't think they can go wrong. It's just when they try and divert from from that that it's always a bit iffy. Um, I've seen lots of names mentioned as well. Um, <laughs> But I wouldn't not cast them if they're a centimetre too short. That's just no. I'll be on Twitter straight away. <laughs> in fact, speaking of Twitter, did you see that uh, Cliffy um, tweeted that for, for how did he put it? Keep Chris Pratt away from this one. FFF. <laughs> <laughs> And then somebody oh. came back and said, maybe you could be one of the Carmine brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be awesome. I think, I think. I think if they do, they've got to look at it and I think they've got to make it, because it is quite, you know what I think they should do, in terms of reference, is just look at the trailer for Gears of War 1. Do you remember that amazing trailer yeah. when they had yeah. Mad World? Just look mm-hmm. at that and go, that's yeah. how it should be done. Because yeah. it had that really gritty kind of like, and there's a couple of moments they used another moment in Gears three maybe when that kind of like really kind of just looking at the war thing the kind of the grittiness mm-hmm. of it that's the way to do it rather than this huge cgi affair which they're going to have to do as well but it's like you want it to feel quite like a war movie i think that would be the way to make it interesting for me it's going to be it's going to be great but then anyway, with all the time you're spending in the gym you'll be up for a role in this won't you i will yeah i'm going for it i'm trying to get that bigness i'm trying to get that size you're after uh Getting swole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, good. Gears of War, excited about that. Um, let's do the, oh yeah, um, Project Cars. The, the series is ending, Paul. Are you upset oh, that, about that this? Is a, that, that, I find that to be, that's a bit of a shame. Mm. Project Cars 1 was really good. I didn't get on with Project Cars 2. And Project Cars 3 went in a slightly different direction. It became a bit more arcadey but it was then much more accessible. And I, I thought it was a very good game. So to hear that they've just gone, nah, we're shutting it down. Um, obviously, you've got to think about all the people that used to work for, I think, was it Slightly Mad Studios, did it? Um, that EA yeah. bought. Um, so, yeah, I mean, with no more project cars, what are all these people going to be doing? So. I think there's a bit of me that thinks as well. In the 360 days, there seem to be millions of car games, and they all seem to find a, found a market. Maybe there's a sense now that with the success of um, Forza Horizon and the kind of longevity of that as well, maybe people are going, is there, is there an appetite for millions of car, different car games anymore? Because um, some of them haven't done so well over the last couple of years. Mm. Not like they used to have that audience. So maybe there's a part of that that thinks, you know, maybe we just have Forza and we have Formula One or something. You know, that's that's the difference. Maybe all... I don't know. Having having said that, they're bringing a new uh, Need for Speed out. They are. Yeah, that always does very well, doesn't it? Uh, Yeah. 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 We'll see. Unlimited. I think that'll be a a stick in the the mud to see where people are at in terms of racing games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. I agree with what you said, Gareth. You hit the nail on the head there. There we go. Um, and the last bit of news before we do our quiz. Um, now I've put this in here. There's a v- now I don't know if I've read this right. I can't still can't work out. This is I think it's an artist, isn't it? A conceptual artist. He's got yeah. a VR headset <laughs> that you can put in your head, and it w- will kill you in real life if you die in the game. Is that right? That's that's what, what he says. says. Yeah. The founder of Oculus has created one. I'm not sure it's a selling point, to be fair. (laughs) So it's the founder of Oculus has created this thing. If you're playing... What was the game? Is it Sword Art Online? Yeah. So if you die, the the sensors are triggered, they fire... 
the sensors are, are triggered inside that thing, which is lots of red light, and it instantly destroys the brain of the user. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a it's a conceptual art thing. It's a, it's an idea. It's not a real thing, is it? It's definitely not going to go to market. It, it, I, I'm pretty sure he's not going to be marketing it <laughs> to little Johnny at Christmas. Um, but yeah, it was, it, he said it's just they've created a. I think he said he created a prototype and it just sits in the studio. Um, but in the Sword Art Online, apparently they destroy the brain with microwaves and he couldn't find a way to make it do that. So he's going to trigger explosives instead if you die. Nice. So it's just like, no, I, I, did, I can't even understand why you would spend your time making such a thing. Or pretending to make such a thing. It's I, such a waste of time. I don't think he's done it. I think Bloody it's artist. I, I think it's sitting in the room like that and he says, This is what this does. <laughs> and that's what he says. Yeah. It doesn't this actually is what do. I've been, I had a dream last night and this is what happened. <laughs> yeah. This this is my problem with this story is it's it's presented like a real credible story. <laughs> and it's just clearly not. No. I, it's clearly rubbish. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. The date's not April the first, so why is it even a, yeah. a story? I don't understand it because if he, he could potentially physically make something that's capable, but it's never going to get used. And then I'm doubt he'll even be able to like, be allowed to do that. So I yeah. just, I read it and I thought, I don't understand what the, what this is trying to achieve here. I don't get it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. There we go. <laughs> Health and safety nightmare. Uh, it is. It is. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we are going to play a quiz now. The idea of the script, and we might have done this quite early on in the podcast days, but it's called Who Am I? And I've got five characters here in games. And I'm going to give you five guesses, um, ranging from hard to low, to see what they And you get one guess each per clue. Yeah. And if you get it right, you get five points straight away, four points, three points, two points, and one point. And there's five people. Is that clear? Mm-hmm. Are you going to do impressions? No, there's no impressions. It's like, I'll just give you a, it's a clue. It's a clue. No I don't want to play that if you're not doing impressions. No. Let's have your, let's have your buzzer <laughs> noises. Me, Gareth. Do we have to wear microwave helmets for this? Yeah, you do. One of the last person dies. Yeah, if you get it wrong, your head blows up. It's all out the first round. <laughs> and I'm going to be really predictive. You've got to get exactly the right name. Okay. Well, that's not like you. No. Um, Paul, let's see your buzzer noise. My buzzer will be meow. Great. Richard? Womp. And Darren? And mine will change this evening to oh. ex- Into what? Terminate. Exterminate. <laughs> right. Exterminate. That's a very long buzzer. Yeah, it goes, yeah. Excellent. Okay. Really good. Okay, so the first one. And the first clue is for five points. Originally, I was never given a name. Meow. Paul. Is it Mario? No. Good shout. Hmm. Womp. Richard? Uh, it's not Samus, is it? No. Also a good shout. Darren, do you want to have a guess? Exterminate. Yes, good. <laughs> Is it the Master Chief? No. Uh, no, good. Okay, for four points. Through the spoken word, I was given the name John Kane. Hmm. Meow. Paul. Is it John Kane? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was worth a try. Womp. Richard. John Marston? No. No. Darren, do you want to have a guess? Um, oh, I had no idea. I'll have to pass this time. Okay. Pass. Yeah. For three points. Annoyingly. I'm always looking for coloured coded key cards. Exterminate. Darren. Oh, I'm not so sure now. I'm going to say uh, Solid Snake. No. Meow. No. Paul. Meow, 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 meow. Is it Doom Guy? 
It is Doomguylord oh, on well, well, well. three points. <laughs> Very good. Oh, so saying good. And the um, the other clues were I'm a space marine, and the last one was my favourite gun is the BFG. Right, good. Um, so for the second one, so Paul's got three points. Well, Paul, my head hasn't exploded either, so that's a plus. No. no. Um, <clears throat> question one, clue one. I was born. On June the 5th, 2465. Richard. Master Chief. No. Meow. Paul. Uh, is it Shepard from Mass Effect? No. Darren, you got a guess? Five points. Uh, exterminate. <laughs> Darren. I'll say Samus Aran. <laughs> no. <laughs> For four points. I studied electrical and mechanical engineering. If I think I know what game is, but I don't know what the character is called, can I submit that? No. Sorry. He's being pernickety, Richard, remember. (laughs) Um, Meow. Paul? Is it Ezio from Assassin's Creed? No. I can't remember Ezio, it's only electrical and mechanical engineering. Maybe I'm well, you, know, you, you don't know what he did before no. he was starred in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I do, you play him as a baby. Darren and Richard. So you got, I was born on June the 5th, 2004, and so I studied electrical and mechanical engineering. Uh, exterminate. Darren. Gordon Freeman? No. Ah, oh, that was who I was thinking of. Half Life. Not a clue. I can't okay. even think of anything. I'll have to pass. For three points. I volunteered to go on a rescue mission on the doomed Ishimura. Oh, exterminate. I think it's Paul. I think it's Paul and that one. I, Isaac Clark. Isaac Clark. Wow, Good one, well um, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Six points to Paul. Um, the other two questions, the two clues were: I hate eye torture, and <laughs> I hate necromorphs. Those were the last two. Okay, for the third one, Paul's got six. Come on, you still could do it though. Still open. Yes, come yeah. on. For the first quick clue: I am a detective. Exterminate. Darren. Phoenix Wright? No. He's an attorney, not a detective. Oh, yeah. Um, God, it's a bit a bit vague, that one, Gareth. That's the first clue. Um, <laughs> <I think that's, laughs> that's what we want. That's the format. <laughs> oh, I think I'm getting the hang of this. Hang on, how, many, how many points have you got again, Darren? <laughs> 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 um, meow. Paul. Sherlock Holmes. No. Richard, do you want to have a guess? Uh, Bruce Wayne, Batman. No. For four points, I was framed for the murder of my partner, Alex Boulder. Oh, buzz and exterminate rather. Darren. <laughs> is it is it Max Payne? It is Max Payne. Yes. Well done. Hey, well done. Very Darren. good. I, th- I regressed to an earlier buzzer. I was so excited there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other three clues were: I'm haunted by the death of my wife and child. Um, later in my life, I cut my hair and went to Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was quite proud of that one. And I can I can slow down time in firefights. Okay, good. So Darren's got four. Paul's got six. Which is still in there, Richard. You got a chance. Are you ready? Yes. Good. <clears throat> Clue one. My earliest heroes are Albert Einstein, Stephen Hawking, and Richard Fenman. Yeah. Paul. Uh, uh, Gordon Freeman. It is Gordon Freeman. What a oh, I think you did. Oh, 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 I think you got it. In. Well done. Well I done. can't believe it. Well done, Paul. Um, 
The other four clues were, I have no dependents, I'm a graduate of MIT, haven't earned a PhD in theatrical, physi oh, theatrical physics, yeah. <laughs> theoretical, <laughs> theoretical <laughs> physics. Um, clue three was, I find a crowbar to be very versatile. My, my first job at 27 was to work at Black Mesa Research Facility, and I wear glasses. Okay, we've, we're going to play for fun. Richard, it's between Richard and Darren now. Richard, are you okay? I think you're fuming, aren't you? Oh, I'm, I'm also fuming. This one. Okay. We haven't have said that full one have got it. I don't think. No, no. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? I, I was desperately thinking. I, I thought he's just said this. What was the name? What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for the last one, first group. Shall I stick this one out? No, Paul. Get in there. Come on. Okay. Um, uh, I might as well demolish him. Yeah. I was born on August eighth, nineteen fifty-seven, in the Baltimore suburb of Townsend, Maryland. 1957. Mm. Meow. Paul. Oh. Is it you, Gareth? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what year did you say again? 1957. It doesn't help. I'm just making sure. <laughs> Make sure I'm not making it up. <laughs> um, down and put. Uh, I've already had a guess, so yeah. it'll be down to Darren. Um, <clears throat> I am going to need more, so I'm going to have to Okay, guess. fine. Richard, have a guess? Yeah, pass. Okay, for four points. I was raised by my parental grandmother and attended a military boarding school after the death of my parents. Hmm. Exterminate. Darren? Is it Sam Fisher? It is Sam Fisher. Well you had to get that. Didn't yeah. You? Oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. And the other clues were on May 31st, 1985, Regan gave birth to a, my, my couple's only child, a daughter whom we named Sarah. Um, for two points, it was, I like my goggles. <laughs> uh, and uh, my last key was, he was the first person to be recruited as a field agent of the Splinter Cell program. Well done. So, final score Paul's got 11, Darren's got 8, and Richard, I'm sorry, you got 0 for that. I, I won't use Paul's excuse of, oh, I didn't know I did this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? I've not, I've not played Splinter Cell, and no. I only played Half Life 2 for about half oh, an hour. Dude, don't show, don't. Oh, it's but so anyway. Best games ever, Paul. You need to play Half Life Yeah, it's not, though, is it? No. Oh, it really is. Good. <clears throat> um, it's, it's not a patch on Aliens Fire Team. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> now, before we go. If, only, if yeah. only they'd make a film out of that. Yeah. Well, you know, that'd be great. Um, what are we looking forward to next week, gentlemen? Who would you like to answer first? Oh, yes, let's start with Darren. Shall, shall we both? <laughs> uh, I am looking forward to not being in work. Um, go and see Black Panther on Friday and then meeting some rowdy bunch on, on Saturday for some drinks. So yeah. That should be good. Great. Um, Richard, what about you? Uh, my God of War didn't arrive today, so hopefully it arrives tomorrow. Mm. But I'm meeting the same bunch of reprobates over the week. <laughs> and Paul, what about you? Well, since there seems to be some sort of get-together happening that I wasn't aware of, uh, <laughs> um, I might just go to Watford for the day. So, yeah, just go and have a look and see what I can see. Great. Brilliant. Okay, brilliant. Well, that's what I think we're all going to do. We're going to be meeting in Oxford on Saturday. Let's do it. Um, yeah, that's what we're all doing. So we're going to really we're, we're going to do that. We'll give you some... Well, we'll just maybe give some pictures next week. We don't know. We'll see what that, happens. That'll be, uh, it's yeah. going to be interesting, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, like, the only pictures that we can't share are obviously going to be Neil in his shirt because, mm. you know, oh, yes. it needs to come with an 18-rated thing, some of the things he's been uh, threatening us with. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we're going to enjoy that. We're going to have a good time. But also, I'm looking forward to The Crown. I like The Crown. It's coming out. Is that yes, out now? Am I going to go and see too. it now? Um, oh, there's been some... Uh, Controversy about that. Yeah. Aren't we could talk about it next week. I've got time now. I'm going to go get my car. Um, right, gentlemen. Um, thank you so much. Um, can I get your 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 details before you go? I feel like a policeman. Um, Paul, what's your details? Are you looking for? What details can you give us? Your um, 
Where can we find you? No. You can tell we're in overtime, yeah. Go Paul, give us your handle. Oh, you want my handle, do you? Yeah. Um, my uh, handle on the Twitter is at Xbox Hub Paul. Brilliant. And Richard, what about you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Double I'm on Twitter or Elon Musk's worldwide webosphere as it's known now. <laughs> and my handle is at 270. <laughs> and you can find me at TV Road Twitter and Twitch. But from now, gentlemen, thank you very much. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook. 